0: Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 16. Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. All right, thank you for joining today. I definitely appreciate it. Today, I have an interview that I was able to have with Eric J. Fisher. And so when I talked to him, we were able to discuss some things about social media. There's a lot out there, and so there's the major ones like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest and some things like that and so but there's a lot of other things as well and so we just wanted to take a little bit of time and to be able to discuss just some of the basics of social media and to be able to look at how we can make things simpler using those so that we can be able to maximize our time maximize our effects or our uh, benefits from that and so I hope that you'll enjoy this uh, interview that we had, and so we talk about different things as far as how social media can improve your life, we talk about some of the differences between the different social media options, the different networks that are out there, uh, about the best one that we might be able to use to be able to get started with, and his, uh, his suggestion was actually different than what I had thought, and so I was definitely appreciative of that and so it was one I was already involved in but not one I would have thought of as being one that would be uh, a little bit more important uh, for us and so definitely something that would be interesting with that and then uh, we also talk about a little bit about with everything that's available how we can simplify how we use social media and we talk at uh, a little bit more about twitter than any of the others and we get some ideas there but some of the principles there can be transferred to the other ones as well and so it was just a great opportunity to be able to talk with him and so uh, eric j fisher if you're not familiar with him he has his own podcast Uh, it's called beyond the to-do list and he talks about uh, different things regarding uh, productivity and he interviews people and gets their perspective and kind of breaks down how they go through their day and how they accomplish the work that they do, how they're able to be productive and give some insights as far as that. And so it's a great podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, I would definitely encourage you to go and listen to his podcast. And so without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and go right into this interview. All right, I'm excited today to be able to have with us Eric J. Fisher, and so he is a, uh, I would say, well-known, uh, but uh, at least in my circles, he's well-known. He has his uh, own podcast, Beyond the To-Do List, and he also uh, does some things with social media, and so uh, without any further ado, we'll go ahead and uh, turn it over to him, and Eric, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks for
1: having me. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself for those that may not know.
1: Sure. Um, Well, my day job is I am social media manager at Indiana Wesleyan University. That's about an hour north of Indianapolis in Indiana. And I am married. I have two kids, one eight-year-old daughter, one almost two-year-old son, and they are a handful and I, like you said, I have my podcast beyond the to-do list at beyond the to-do com, where I interview people about how they do productivity and really come at it from a perspective of trying to learn myself, how people I admire or see as peers, uh, do their best work.
0: All right. Yeah. I have definitely been appreciating the podcast myself. And so I, I think you, you're a couple episodes in by the time I jumped in and started listening to them, but I uh, and I think I've listened to most of them. They have definitely been an encouragement to me, and so there's some that have been uh, humorous, some a little bit more serious, but uh, but a lot of things that we're able to learn, and and so yeah, I definitely appreciate all of that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's it's always good to hear when people can can take away things from that. So
0: yeah, I'm I've, uh, I'm a chronic person trying to improve my productivity with little um, results I guess you could say and so it's like I keep trying different things over and over and uh and so I'm getting better um but it's not the progress that I was always hoping that it would be and so but your podcast has definitely helped to be able to um kind of get a better perspective on some different things that I
1: can try yeah awesome great to great to hear that
0: All right. Well, anyway, um, with the fact that you do social media for a living, um, and then also uh, I know at least on Cliff Ravenscraft's Ravenscraft's, uh, podcast uh, Podcast answer man, you are the social media guy there as well. And so I want to go ahead and uh, just have a a little discussion here about social media. And so um, I just want to kind of get your perspective on what you think um, as far as how social media can be able to improve your life, as far as like the quality of life or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I, well, I think the thing to, to remember is that that it's always it's tools. Social media is any any network that you connect on with social media is a tool, and so it's it's good to question once in a while: what exactly am I looking to use this tool for? Not just not just what can it do, but what do I want it to do? And for me, I think a lot of it is, you know, I can broadcast with it. I can get people to come check out the stuff I'm doing online. It can, you know, it can build my reputation that things that things that people know me for and all that. But at the same time, it's also got the word social in it. And I think sometimes we we forget that and we we lean towards the media portion of it and just broadcast things. Uh, I know I'm guilty of that from time to time. So I try to lean on it and and use it more socially and actually interact with people and and ask questions and answer their questions and, and really try to just enrich relationships, which I'll say this, that since social media kind of got mainstream in 2000 and well, at least since it started, at least when I became aware of it back in like 2007, when Facebook became not just a college campus tool. And they opened it up so that anybody, even if you weren't in a you know, a college student could join Facebook at that time. That was also the year that Twitter came out. That kind of pushed things over the edge, I think, in terms of pe- people starting to become aware of the option of using Facebook. And obviously, you know, you speed ahead five, six years now. And you know facebook has 1 billion users across the world and i don't really remember what twitter's on not to mention there's a ton more networks other than just those two uh, big ones and it's one of those things where y- you kind of have to think again what what are you using it for what can it be used for and and what do you I mean what do you want to get out of it what do you want to use it for so especially with Facebook, like that kind of even so, for example, even though I got an email from my mom this morning that she sent out like to a bunch of different family members keeping us updated on, uh, you know, my grandmother's health that she just had surgery. That's also something that I've grown accustomed to hearing those kinds of details right on Facebook without having to you know, go check my email for those emails. That's kind of become a, a popular, you know, water cooler for friends, family, etc. So um, I so I think ultimately, if we're talking about social media improving the quality of life, it definitely has that potential. Again, I think it's an agnostic tool. I don't think that it's a, a positive or a negative. It's neutral. It's just about how you use it. And for me, I've found that when I use it well, I tie into having much stronger uh, networking relationships and have met a number of people offline that I really uh, have have benefited from as well as online. you know I've taken I've taken a lot of online relationships offline and then once I do that, the online portion becomes even more robust. so. That's that's the main aspect I can think of in terms of pr- improving quality of life in terms of what social media can do for you.
0: Right, yeah, I like that fact that you talk about it, uh, the fact that it's not good or bad as far as improving the quality of your life. It is just a tool, so it's just a matter of how you use it. And so that's kind of um, the reason why I wanted to have you on to be able to talk about this kind of thing. And so I'm sure... Uh, everyone, or at least most everyone that's listening to this is involved in social media in some aspect. And so, uh, we all have an idea of it. Um, but just to be able to kind of get a grasp of it, uh, because there's just so much out there and so many different things that we can do. Um, so actually, um, let me go ahead and back up. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Um, what are some of the differences between the different Social media networks that are out there and so you talked about Facebook you talked about Twitter uh, and there's also I mean uh I know on my blog I have one of my social sharing things you get to choose which things you want to try to promote and there's probably about four dozen at least options that are on there and so I mean there's all kinds of different uh, things that are out there uh, maybe you can just kind of hit maybe some of the big ones and kind of share some of the differences between them as far as why someone might choose one over the other?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a number of them to choose from. Like I just said, there's there's Facebook and Twitter that have been kind of, and even before that, there was MySpace, and even before that, honestly, some people don't know this. The oldest social network is actually LinkedIn, and so uh, it, it predates the rest of them. So that right there, just there, I've noticed, or I've just said, you know, four or five of them right off the bat. Um, Facebook's obviously the largest one. I think that's got the most mass appeal to it where you, you go and you can post things, whether it be just text or images or video, and you can connect with people, not just on your profile, but also on pages for brands or, uh, companies or, or whatever, as well as groups, which have varying degrees of uh, granularity when it comes to privacy settings. You can have a wide open group or you can have a completely locked down group that nobody can find unless they are added to the the roster of group members, which I've utilized to, to some success. Um, Facebook's the one that, you know, people tend to, to complain every time they make a change. Uh, every time they make changes, people are, are talking about how, oh, well, it was here and now it's here. And I think that's partly due to the fact that People use it so much. Some people do that. They in any small amount of change that they uh, make to that site just suddenly makes people a little uneasy because they're not used to change. So, so so that's Facebook. Facebook's you know the behemoth in the in the the, the large elephant. And then uh, Twitter's more versatile. Obviously, their their bird being the the uh, mascot for them. It's very flighty. It's very quick. It's it's quick and agile. It's 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 my favorite, honestly, because I like tweeting, having something go out instantaneously everywhere, although a Facebook post would do that, too. But the way that it just kind of flows through a timeline feel and people can retweet you, which is kind of like an updated version of a, an email forward in a way, but on Twitter, uh, you've got the, the character constraint. So you've only got 140 characters and that's nice or, or less if you're using a link. And so I like the brevity of it. I like the, you have to think about what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. If you really want it to carry some weight to it, that's uh, it's my preferred, uh, network LinkedIn is one where you can connect and your profile is basically built around your resume, Uh, what you've done, how you've done it, when you did it, and people recommending you professionally. And that's one that I kind of suggest everybody get on regardless of any other social network Um, because, you know, uh, ultimately, I think people are going – especially – I mean, unless you're setting a job that you think you're going to do for the rest of your life, which is highly unlikely in a lot of ways uh, these days, you need to have some sort of reputation online. And LinkedIn is a great place to to do that, to have a, a landing page where it's you and what you've done and what jobs you've done and what your expertise is in and having people rep, you know say you've done well in those things. That's always a great place to have. It's also a great place to, to have conversations About you know networking or business, I'm in a networking group that's on LinkedIn uh, that was started by uh, Dave Delaney, who's one of the people I've interviewed, and he he just came out with a new networking book. I think that's actually literally the title. And networking is is really cool, especially LinkedIn has a really. I've done it on all these networks, but LinkedIn is one where I mean, some people would say, "Well, I don't have any reason for it," and then I see them lose their job, and so suddenly they've got to start to see, OK, who am I connected to and who has options? And LinkedIn is, is a pretty good resource for that. So um, let's see here. Google Plus is new. I see uh, worthwhile. Spending um, time on there is worthwhile. I And, and it's not going to go away. I don't think it's going to go away. They've already had that out longer than they had Google Wave and Google. What was the other one? Buzz the two previous attempts at semi social networking that Google did Google Plus is is not going away it's actually tied across all their things that they have to offer and so that one's a little bit of a hybrid you don't have you you can it's got the functionality where you don't have to be you don't have to request being a friend of somebody like you do on Facebook to have the connection be made it's more like Twitter where you can follow people that you want to follow and they don't have to even know that you're following them And I kind of like that. Um, So it's kind of a hybrid in in a lot of ways. It's got Google Hangouts, which is almost like video Skype built in, which is nice for for multiple peoples. And it's cross-platform too, so you don't have to just use uh, one device. You could use an iPhone or an Android device or a Mac or a PC and all connect there easily uh, through Hangouts. Uh, let's see. So those are the big four. I'm trying to think. There, is there any others that you can think of that, that you you use or are interested in? Well,
0: I don't use it, but I mean, there's YouTube.
1: Oh yeah. YouTube is, uh, well, YouTube's owned by Google. So that's tightly knit into Google plus. Uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine compared to Google and, and they're owned by the first, which is Google. So that's kind of interesting to see. Um, youtube is very much just posting videos some people try to you know go viral that way which is funny and uh yeah it's it's interesting so i'm trying to think if there's anything else um yeah i can't uh oh uh it yeah, Instagram's another one they're owned by Facebook now and that's where you you take square pictures which I don't know that I totally love the idea of it being a square cuz my my wife will ask me later why is all, why are all these pictures square? I can't put them in a frame anyways. And uh, but you throw filters on it and the, and it improves the the filter or the uh, the look of them. So I try to do artistic type weird stuff that way so.
0: Okay. Yeah, I actually think of that I and mean, there's Pinterest.
1: Yep, that's another one. That's a newer one. That's one where it's kind of laid out on a board. You've you've got different boards, and you can basically pin things, mostly images or uh, links. It, it's all it's all visual based. That one is, and and you pin different things to different boards that you're interested in, and it's it's cool. I actually went on there the other day looking for. Uh, um, ch- ch- recipes, juice juice recipes, because we just got a juicer and I've been doing juicing, so okay,
0: yeah, my wife's gotten a lot of recipes and hair ideas and stuff like that off Pinterest and been practicing those on my daughter and so so that's been fun. so all right, yeah, so yeah, so that gives us an idea of kind of an overview of them uh, for those that may not have known some of the differences. and so, Uh, some, some of that I don't use. Personally, I use Facebook. I use Twitter. I started using Facebook, I think in 2008. And, and so we, my wife had found out about it somehow. And so she started using it. And then I joined on probably a couple months after that. And so used that basically for, started out for kind of connecting with family and some friends that we had that, uh, live across the country and things. And so that's what we use Facebook for. And then I started using Twitter really about a year ago, and so I I still kind of consider myself a newbie, but I've learned a lot um, here in the last year, and so I'm becoming better at um, narrowing what I have to say to be able to put it on into the 140 characters, and uh, and actually kind of thinking about uh sim- simplifying things when when you're using Twitter sometimes uh, there, there's different things you can use to be able to shorten the links Uh, because if you were to just copy a link off of the web browser or whatever it it could probably be 140 characters just by itself Um, one thing I did for for myself um, I mean there's uh, well let me back up there's there's other things that you can use to be able to shorten those there's bit.ly and some other things like that you can go and you can be able to shorten your link and it gives you a nice short link to put in there. It doesn't take up as much space. But what I did so I can be able to kind of put some branding to it is I actually um, went ahead and purchased some domains that were similar to the, to my main domain, but then was shorter. So I can be able to use that and it's easier to be able to type and it's a lot smaller to be able to fit in that
1: space. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah. So, so I, I, I saw somebody else do There a couple other people do something similar to that. So I was like, here, let me try that. And so and so I do that. And so, I mean, my main website for uh, the podcast is uh, qualitylivingmadesimple.com. But when you're trying to fit that in the Twitter plus putting the, the end on to it, it, it takes up a little bit of space than what I would like. And so I got the simpleliving.us um, one. And so it still conveys the message, but it's a lot shorter. And so a little idea there to throw out to those that may be interested in that. And so did you have something else there? Okay. All right. Um, well, we kind of uh, touched a little bit on this, but what would you think would be the best one to use or to start with for someone that hasn't really stepped into social media very much yet?
1: Um. Honestly, I would, like I said, I kind of already suggested people do LinkedIn regardless of anything else they do. Because that's a good landing page to have just in general, unless you know that you're never going to have a career again. But that's, that's kind of un- unlikely. Um, but I would suggest, and I hate that I'm saying this because it's not my primary, but I think you're probably most likely to find the most people that you already know are on a network on Facebook. Chances are people you know are already on Facebook, and so that's a great way to, to start but I would suggest also opening a Twitter account and following people that you find interesting or that you know, and maybe tweet a few times just to see what it's like. I actually have a friend who just started doing that, and she was like, "I'm not sure if I'm doing this Twitter thing right," and then, you know, I just kind of tried to explain it to her, saying it was you know mass. Uh, public texting and in a way because it's you know short and sweet and um, so I, you can't really I don't want to tell people to go out and try every single network but I guess you kind of have to have a little bit of a taste of them to decide you know which ones your primary or which ones are your primary networks um, I think that face again Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn are all different enough that people could use them all and not feel overwhelmed but again if you feel overwhelmed i would say think about what you what you want to do with social networking first is it connect with friends and family is it see interesting news is it uh build an online profile then you know for each of those answers i have a different suggestion and i think you could figure out which ones i'm talking about but just by what i've said so far so
0: yeah definitely so um. All right, now that we've t- kind of talked about all the different things that are there, I mean, even if you're just narrowed down to one, one of them and we just focus on one, let's say we focus on Twitter, okay, and you want to try to get everything you can out of Twitter and you want to try to uh, maximize what you do with that, there's still a lot that can go into that if you want to try to build your following, if you want to try to uh, really make a presence there. That can take a lot of work just trying to be able to keep up with that, especially as you start to uh, get more followers yourself, you start to follow more people. And so I've noticed that with myself uh, a year ago when I first started back in uh, May of last year, I had 12 people that followed me and I followed maybe about 30. And so when I would get my Twitter feed, I'd, I'd be able to go through the whole thing and cover several hours of uh, worth of content in about 10 minutes and I'd be done with it, and that was it. But um, now with my following more the 500, 600 range, then there's a lot more content that's there. And so do you have any suggestions or anything that can be used to try to simplify how we use these different social media? Maybe there's some um, applications or something like that that might help us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I even without moving into the the realm of apps that there are out there web-based and mobile- based I create a Twitter list first off that is where I keep um my main timeline because I have a lot of people I mean I'm not trying to sound big or anything I have more people following me now than ever before I guess is the best way to put it and it, it, and you know so my my platform my you know following on Twitter has grown and part of what i realized was that by following back the non-spam people that were following me, it created a much tighter, um, connection to not just those people, but the people, the fringe people that were slightly connected to them or, or to me. And so by doing that, by following back the the majority of those people, again, without following spam, which I will always mark as, as report for spam. um, I realized well I can't just dip into my stream anymore and so I relied heavily on uh the private list that I have that's a Twitter list uh that I call don't miss. And so there's about 2 to 250 maybe a little more than that but not much of people that when I go to Twitter those are the people that I am looking for to uh see what's gone on with them and and so that makes it a whole lot more simple for me to be able to follow a lot of people back, which isn't something a lot of people – I'm actually going against the grain by to two or three different people I know that suggest not doing that. But I have found benefit in doing that, and so I don't really care what they say. Um, I do get some DMs once in a while, but those have died down now, um, which are direct messages if people don't know that. And so for Twitter, by doing that, I have simplified it down to a much tighter knit group of people. And people have the opportunity that if they respond to something or ask me something, I mean I answer pretty much every single mention when it's, you know, when I see that it's kind of called for on Twitter. And so when that happens, if if I find that, hey, this guy's really cool, he keeps asking me this and I answer with this, or if I ask a question, he answers with this. And You know, when that happens, I promote somebody to that list so that I start to see more of their tweets. So when people interact with me, I I tend to let them uh, into into that more inner circle, but I still kind of keep it, you know, locked down. Uh, So that's my first step: is to really allow myself to follow people, but I don't, uh, you know, watch every move they make. I don't even watch every move, every tweet that even the people on that list do. There's just no time for that. You have to, you have to let it go. You have to admit, okay, I am not going to be aware of every single thing that ever happens on the internet everywhere. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. So, but once you decide that you can, you can scale back and say, okay, this amount is good and not much further. And, uh, let's see, what else can you do on Twitter to simplify, um, I say turn off notifications if you have it where you're using it on a mobile device because otherwise you're going to get dinged every time somebody either mentions you or DMs you or retweets you. And I I would prefer not to see that stuff unless I go in purposely to to check that. And another thing I do is I actually set specific times throughout the day where I'll go and I'll say, okay, I'm giving myself – here's a window of 20 minutes and I can check social media all I want. But when this ding goes off on this timer – I'm done. And, and now it's back to doing this other project or something else. And uh, in that time I can do any amount of any of the networks, but, and, and other people might do it differently where they're like, okay, I'm going to take five minutes for Twitter, five minutes for Facebook and five minutes for something else. So just really giving, giving constraint in order to then not feel like you have to constantly check it because you've got windows where you will go check it.
0: All right. Well, one, um, one thing that I've started using that um, I've liked—I don't know how you feel about it—but uh, buffer.
1: Yes, yeah, I, I definitely use buffer. Right now, my buffer is actually for the for the first time in probably months, it's actually empty. Um, <laughs> because it's run out. I have not been f- consistently feeding it. One one of the things – and, and Buffer is a tool where you can throw things in there for m- not just Twitter. But for me, that's, wh- that's where it started was it was primarily Twitter because that's where it was an- originally a tool for where you can throw things in that queue. And then they're scheduled to go post an update to Twitter, Facebook, et cetera uh, at those predetermined times. And so – I like being able to do that. I love being able to, sk- to, to schedule those updates so that you don't have to sit online all day in order for those updates to go out. At the same time, I've found that, at least personally for me, the fewer times I tweet, the actual more reaction I get to the tweets that I do. Especially when I try to make them really high quality tweets. So, some people say, "Well, that means you can schedule, you know, you can schedule uh, tweets to go out, you know, every five seconds." And, or, you know, it's, or it seems like it, there are people I follow who tweet way too much. I think even, even when it's the same message over and over and over again, slightly varied and that kind of annoys me, but you know, there are certain people I wear, even when they do that, I'm just not going to unfollow them because I know them personally and I won't name names, but it, it just, it, I wonder how much of a return they're really getting on scheduling those posts and tweets. If they constantly, if it adds, if it just feels like noise after a while, whereas if it's an actual question or if it's a, you know, Hey, you do your promotional tweet, like, Hey, I just came out with a new episode of such and such podcast and, and a link to it. I can tweet that out two or three more times, but I'm better off, you know, pulling a quote that came from it or something else like that. So just trying not to be you know, I, I honestly, my buffer right now is set for, I think, four okay. times throughout the day. And that's it.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, that's something that uh, I I've still kind of uh, try to figure out, trying to find out the best way to be able to set those. And so
1: I think I probably have mine set too high. I can't remember. I probably had seven or eight times a day for that. <laughs> yeah. And I've been there, too. And, and I don't think honestly, I think that it, you go much more over 10 if you don't have it spaced out very well and you're kind of doing overkill, I think I, it's, it's one of the things where I kind of go back and forth on day. some once in a while, it's like, all right, I've got five to seven or more. And right now, currently I have nothing in the buffer and I've got four set to slot wise and, and I have nothing going out, but it's not like people are unfollowing me because I'm not tweeting. That's just not how that works. Okay. So hey, you got me um, I'm okay with now. It.
0: So I'm looking at my, uh, at my schedule. And so I have one, two, three, four, five. Six. <laughs> I do have seven thing, seven time frames. And so yeah, some of them are kind of close together, but uh, generally a couple hours apart. There. So okay. Well, I know personally I'm gonna start to work on that. And so, but I like that advice there. Kind of do a little bit less, but try to make them better quality and. There.
1: Yeah, I've, I have found that that really makes a difference to really because you're not trying to crank out too many tweets. You're cranking out, you know, you're putting out fewer tweets, but with more of a higher quality spin on them, you can actually take the time okay. and make your tweets. Yeah, that's better, good. So
0: I like that advice. All right. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add about social media and different things that we can do to try to simplify it or try to
1: make it easier or better? Uh work running it um i i really think that it comes down to again not putting some boundaries in place but doing that after you've decided what it is you're wanting to use those things for and yeah use a little bit of automation to accomplish that but also create some boundaries and say okay here's what i am allowing myself to do at these specific times and no more uh, for me personally, I try, I do not succeed at this, I confess that, but I try to, when I get home from work, put the cell phone in the charger on the, the little table we have for that and try to leave the phone there. That does not happen every night, but the nights that I do, okay. it's so That's much good. better for me. So.
0: All right. Um, I kind of had this in there as a joke when I sent that to you, but I I think I want to include it um, because this is about improving your quality of life and it's not related to social media, um, but it is about uh, having a quality of life. And I'm going to turn a question on you that you ask all of your interviewees on your podcast, and that is in an ideal world, how would you start your
1: day? Well, uh, I will be up before the rest of my family. I will, if I need it, have some sort of caffeine or drink a, a bottle of water, because that really just kind of wakes me up. I like to have some time to myself to, to sit and think and read and uh, be silent and also pray. And then I like to either write or do reading, or especially I like to go and uh, alternate between maybe doing some walking with without any noise, uh, other than just what's around me. But also, I love podcasts. Obviously, so I'll, I will listen to podcasts. And so I'll either uh, go on a treadmill at the gym near my house that uh, I use, or if it's nice out, go out and and just go for a walk. It's kind of hard for me to fit all that in, but it's an, it's a alternating between all those things. Hopefully, trying to hit on the ones that need to be done daily. Uh, more so than the ones that can that can wait, and then pretty much moves into just getting ready, you know, being there for my family, helping uh, with the kids, and then getting off to work or hanging around the house or, or church if it's Sunday.
0: All right. That sounds good. And so I'm, I'm working on trying to get a new schedule. The summer uh, is in at our house, and so our uh, kids have been out of school for about a week now and so we're having to readjust our schedules and so i'm working on trying to readjust mine and um, kind of writing down some ideas of how i would like to schedule my day in the morning and so that is good so i definitely appreciate it eric thank you for taking the time to be with us today.
1: yeah no problem uh you're welcome it was great to be here thank you
0: yes uh just before we go why don't you go ahead and Tell everybody where they can be able to get some more information about you or anything else you'd like to plug
1: in. Sure. Well, if you want to hit any of the different social networks that I'm on, you can find all those profiles listed at Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And you can check out my podcast at beyondthetodolist.com. And if you want to hear any of my social media segments, you can go to PodcastAnswerMan.com.
0: All right. Well, those will be in the show notes as well for anyone that would like to just get the links to those. But I definitely, again, appreciate you joining us and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Thanks. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also, go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now, go and create the quality of life you deserve.